I want to know why you guys are saying that I owe you anything. Child support agency, you never really love me. You never really love my kid. All you really care about is your money. I told you once and I tell you again. I love my kid, but don't make him a brand. Don't extort me and call me a friend. I pay last month and I do it again. You gotta walk in my shoes. I gotta tell you the truth. You never cared about us. You just wanna get the money and live us a mess. <laughs> I got, see, this is so funny that you guys say this. I pay every month. I pay that on June 25th. I'm pretty sure that's June 25th. It says that I made that payment. Right, I, it hit our system June 27th. Oh, okay. So you do see that I paid for July. Well, that was the July payment. That was supposed to be paid July 1st, but I pay it July, June 25th. I pay it six days early, just so you guys don't freak out about that. Today is November 28th, 2023. It's a Tuesday morning, of course. It's 10.27 a.m., and I'm your host. My name is Sean. What I want to talk about today is something that can affect literally everyone, and that is the family courts. In America, if you have a child and you, you know, the mother and the father end up, you know, splitting up, you're going to end up in family court. That's just the way it is. Now, these judges have, will never, ever, they don't, they never meet the children ever, but they make decisions about these children's lives that are going to affect them forever. Now, in the family court system in America, that's where they handle divorces. And while they're handling a divorce, they they usually handle child custody issues at the same time. So there's something bad going to happen from that hearing. So it is best for you to be prepared. And if you're using a lawyer, it's best to prepare your lawyer and let them know everything because they're the only ones that can help you. So if you hire attorney, you have to tell them everything. They need to know pretty much everything that's relevant. Whether or not they're going to use it is a totally different story, but they need to know everything. They need to bring it up. And it's very important that you communicate that to them. They're going to if you have if there's any children in the marriage, they're going to hold those children against you. And perhaps they'll hold the children against the parents on the other side. Attorneys tend to be terrible and that's what we pay them for. They have to be terrible in order to do their jobs correctly. It is the job of the attorney to make the other parent look horrible and the only reason why that is getting done, that needs to get done, is so that you can get whatever alimony or child support or whatever down as low as possible. That's the only reason why they're making the other side look really bad. Even though you don't want them to do that, it has to be done. It absolutely has to. What will happen when they make the other side look bad, the other side's attorney is going to make you as a parent look bad. Everything that you have ever done or said that can be construed as a negative thing, the other side is going to bring up. That's what their job is, to make you look like horrible parent, horrible spouse, just to make you look as bad as possible in the eyes of the judge. Both attorneys are going to do that to both parents. That's what 
they get paid for. So what happened? What is happening in that court is going to be very bad, and the reason why a lot of people don't think it's very bad is because it is civil. There's no actual physical contact or weapons involved. It is just a court of law, and it's absolutely civil. But those people will that hearing is going to chew both parents up, whether or not that's what they think. That is exactly what's going to happen, and these judges go through that all day long. You know, like one side is saying the other side did this and the other side is saying that this side did this. It's just a bunch of shenanigans going on as civil as possible. Picture that. And this is how it's going to end up. Whether or not you spend a lot of time with your child or you have a lot of, you know, you have a good reputation with the child, no matter what, they're going to use that child against you. So if you're the mother or the father, they're going to completely use that kid against you. And whoever it is that ends up with the most overnights, that ends up with most of the custody of the child is going to be the one that receives child support payments. And the other parent is going to be the one that makes child support payments. Now, in my experience, it has been the fathers mostly that have had to pay child support. But I have seen a single instance where a mother pays the father child support and the father has custody of the children. One instance out of my whole entire life, and I'm in my mid-40s now, and I've been going through the child support thing for a very long time. Next month, December, my son will be 17 years old. So after he turns 17, I'll just have one more year to go. And that will make me crazy happy. There have been a lot of instances where I think about, you know, I just want this to stop the $300 payments every month. And the reason why I want, I understand as a human being, it is my duty to provide for my offspring for the rest of my life. I get that. I've never been asked that. But the thing is, my child is in the foreign country of Greece and never contacts me, never contacts me on Father's Day, never contacts me on my birthday. He... Christmas, I can't send him gifts for his birthday. I can't send him gifts. And he, he never contacts me. So I don't, I mean, I do have an address for them. I think that she sent me an email a long time ago before she moved to Greece. And I tried that. I've tried all the addresses that I have. And the last time I sent something to Greece, it actually came back to me. That usually never happens. Usually when I send something to Greece, it it either makes it about 50% of the time it makes it. And then sometimes it just disappears in nothing. But when I sent something last time, it actually came back to me. So I was surprised. It was in family court when the mother asked the judge through her attorney because she's dumb as a box of rocks. I mean, it could be where she could be smart and that would really cause a problem for me, but she's an idiot. Anyway, she hired a lawyer to move to Greece with my son. Now, the before the judge had any hearings or anything, the mother's lawyer sent him a proposed judgment, you know, that he was moving to the foreign country of Greece, and the judge just signed it and just allowed that 
without even having a hearing, and it was completely against my will. So I filed everything that I could, and it took me a long time. It took me several tries, but finally I got a hearing, and it was for 15 minutes. But it wasn't, it was like for a status request or something. It was just, I just wanted to get in front of a judge so that he could see that my son was moving and just stop it, but he didn't stop it. He actually allowed it to happen, which was crazy. I just couldn't believe that he even would do that but that's what these judges do so when you go into the family court system when you go into family court the judge is going to rule because this is what judges do family all judges have a messiah complex and they rotate them but they all think that they can just make any ruling and get away with it because they always do when whenever they do anything inside the courtroom then they can do whatever they want pretty much but when they're outside the courtroom is when they can't do that so when they're in the courtroom and they make any judgment they can make any judgment they want and because it's family court it's different than it's there is no jury it's i don't know it's like it's not a court of equity like criminal court is it's like something different but anyway but these judges will never ever ever see the child they'll never see your child but they're going to make a decision that will affect your child going forward and the people in (laughs) the people those people the family court judges they're in cahoots with the child's party see they are on the same side as the child support agency. Now, I understand that I need to support my offspring going forward, but it does not matter. For any parents, it doesn't matter if you think, if you understand, if you think that it is right to support your child or not, they do not care. They're just going to treat you like a criminal. And these family court judges know that's what's going to happen. And they do not care. They just do it anyway. And that's how the child support system gets judgment. It all starts in family court. So in the family, these family court judges know it's going to be very bad on the parents, but they do it anyway. These judges, they do not care about the family. As far as they're concerned, it's getting split up. So they just put the child custody wherever it is it does not matter if the child has been living you know with one parent in one country in one state for a long time that doesn't matter they're on the side of child support so when there's a family court hearing scheduled it's very important that you prepare for that i mean usually like lawyers like a good lawyer will prepare to you know, for a trial in front of a jury for six months ahead of time, a good lawyer will prepare that way. But these family court judges, I mean, you'd be lucky if they prepare a week in advance. You'd be really lucky if they did that. And again, there is no jury at all. So it is the job of the attorney to convince one person, a judge, and that judge is going to make a decision that is going to affect your life as a parent and the child's life forever. It does not matter that they don't know who that child is. I mean, just by a name, they can figure out whether it's a girl or a boy, and maybe they'll know the age, but usually not. All that really matters is that they're under 18. And 
if the court hearing is going in front of the judge or that magistrate, then that means the child is under 18. A lot of times people think that it's a good idea to hire an attorney, but I'm saying, I'm telling you, I mean, it, it is a good thing to hire an attorney because you can just pay them money and then give them the paperwork and they do the work. You know, they'll get in front of the judge, but very rarely are, is anything good going to happen. What's going to happen at that family court hearing is very bad. It, right at that time, is very bad. Going forward, it's going to be very bad. So to negate that as much as possible, you should probably handle it pro se, handle that hearing by yourself. But the thing about that is, is that lawyers on the other side, they don't like to talk to pro se litigants at all because pro se litigants tend to have, tend to be involved and they just, they, you know, like lawyers like to talk to other lawyers. They don't like to talk to other people. So especially parents, they don't want to talk to. So whether or not it is conducive to the case and it will solve the case, they do not want to do that. They don't care about anything but themselves. So it is a way better idea for you to, to represent yourself in a family court hearing. I mean, there are some lawyers that are good, but for the most part, they're not. And it takes a long time to vet an attorney. Like my attorney was a good friend of mine and she made a deal. I think she didn't, nobody told me about this, but she made a deal. I think I'm pretty sure we're the other side in my child support case. So I got over $10,000 in back child support and $798 and 22 cents a month from hiring an attorney. I mean, they're not all like that, but most of them like to talk to each other only. And they don't like to talk to other parents as a pro se litigant, as a pro se litigant parent, I have never talked to the other side. I mean, I've wanted to, there's been plenty of times where I wanted to, and it absolutely could solve a lot of problems, but they just, the other side just doesn't want to talk to me ever. They never want to talk to me. So, I mean, I'm open to being, you know, just talking with anybody. I'm very open, but they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that because the other parent probably would bring up valid points that that attorneys don't have the answer to number one and number two there is that is no way conducive to what they need to do they want to run over you they really don't care what you have to say they want to run right over you in the courtroom that's what they want to do so with that said they just do not want to talk to the other side's parent the only way to avoid this is to never one Never get married and to never have kids. Not anymore. I mean, like before 1985, before the Bradley Amendment put into effect, having children was already very hard. But because it's an instinct of humans to want to replicate, then they will continue to have kids. Everybody has this idea of what they want to do with their children. Like they want somebody that looks like them, that acts like them running around. 
is not like that at all, though. Having children is not like you think it is. It, not only is it very hard, it's very close to impossible. So, like, you know, like back in the day before 1985, having children was already very difficult. But now it's very close to impossible. So the only way that I know to steer clear of that is to not have kids and not get married. And then you will completely stay out of the family court system, period. That is a huge objective. Stay out of the family courts by any means necessary. Now, if you got, you know, if you have an appointment to go to court or if the court has served you, you have to absolutely have to go that there is no way out of that. Something bad is going to happen in that courtroom. There's no way around that. But what I'm saying is that you should avoid being married and you should avoid having children period. And that will keep you out of the family courtroom. But nobody ever listens to that. They think it will always be different for them. So they want to go forward and get married. They want to have kids knowing that is going to be a really bad thing. Just like as it is, like when that child turns to be a teenager, and that's what we all want. We want kids to grow up. So when that kid turns into a teenager, that kid is going to hate their parents, period. Not to mention all the other stuff you have to go through as a parent, having children going through the ages going through the time it's very hard automatically it is a really hard thing to do the idea here is what what is being done when we replicate when we have kids we're actually making adults that's what we're doing so and in that that process is extremely hard as it is but then when you get the family courts involved, they're on the same side as the child support agency. They don't care about you at all. So in the child support agency, all the child support agency cares about is that you are completely complying with whatever order that judge signed in the first place. The child support agency in America is basically a child support agency you never really love me you never really love my kid all you really care is about is your money i told you once and i tell you again i love my kid but don't make him a brand the child don't extort me and call me a friend i pay last month and i do it again you gotta walk in my shoes i gotta tell you the truth you never cared about us you just want to get the money and live us a mess. Are you a St. Petersburg police officer? Sure. That's cool. Yeah. Good job. You ever arrested anybody that had a child support warrant before? Yeah. Really? What do you mean you got a big fan of them? Because that's, that was like specifically written into the Constitution to go debtor's prison. Right. So you shouldn't be sending someone to jail over money. 